hey, where are all the news articles today praising Andrew Cuomo and saying how well of a job Andrew Cuomo has done when it comes to COVID and how much of a national hero he is and how he's been the one that's been taking COVID seriously from the very beginning. And he's the one. He is a, a painting of leadership and heroism and that evil, nasty Donald Trump doesn't have an idea what's going on. You know, is there six, six now, sexual harassment allegations being thrown at Donald Trump? Because I don't see any. How about Governor of Texas Greg Abbott? Greg Abbott, yep, I don't see any there. It is just Andrew Cuomo. Now, think about last year and a few months ago what we were hearing about Cuomo. All of those uh, uh, adjectives about how great of a leader he is. Well, now, today, we have a sixth, count them, sixth accusation of sexual harassment against the governor of New York City, and that is about it. Uh, the Albany Times Union reporting, Cuomo faces new sexual harassment allegation, this time at executive mansion. A female aide claims Governor Cuomo touched her inappropriately and uh, filed a complaint that was now reported to the Attorney General Letitia James. I mean, this is unbelievable. At this point in time, did he sexually harass every single woman staffer that he's ever had? I mean, and it's just it's just a domino effect. Out comes Lindsay uh, Boylan. Then we had uh, Charlotte Bennett. Then Anna Liss, I think her name is. And the list goes on and on and on. We're up to six. Six allegations of sexual harassment. Now, this to me is I have no sympathy for Andrew Cuomo at all. What I believe this is, is, hey, governor, what goes around comes around. No sympathy from me. I'm going to afford Cuomo the amount of sympathy that he afforded Brett Kavanaugh when it came to one, one allegation of sexual harassment against him. And that allegation said that, oh, he was at a party and, and, he, and he raped me. You had another woman saying that, uh, and remember uh, her attorney, Michael Avenatti, yeah, where is he now? How come he isn't in the, in the news media every day? Literally was championed by all of those fake news reporters. This, this, by the way, should show you how corrupt, how dishonest, how garbage our national news media truly is. They are Democrat partisan hacks, and that's it. Now it seems like they're all turning on Andrew Cuomo. And, and, and make no mistake about it, all these allegations being thrown out against Andrew Cuomo, this is a political hit job now at this point in time. When I read the fourth um, accuser and it says that he he hugged me too, too intimately, too long, too close, and then at that point in time, I said, okay, you know what? This is Something's happening here. But the Democrat Party now in New York and, and nationally as well, they have a decision to make. Do they continue going with Andrew Cuomo? as he goes to seek a fourth term as New York governor, or do they impeach him and cut him off? And by the way, they have the power. All, every, Cuomo's fate right now lies in the hands of his own New York Democrats. 
Well, we see Assemblyman uh, Ron Kim. He seems to have turned on the governor. He doesn't want any part of it anymore, calling for his uh, resignation. State Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins, she herself is calling on Andrew Cuomo to resign. So my question to them, though, is, and you know that Andrew Cuomo isn't going to resign. It, his his ego will not allow him to do that. And listen, I, a, a part of me, I fully understand the governor's stance in uh in the in the, these allegations being leveled against him. He says, "Hey, wait for the facts to come out." Yeah, obviously we should always wait for that. But governor, you didn't wait for the facts to come out when it came to Kavanaugh. You played politics with sexual harassment allegations, sir. What goes around comes around. You made your bed, Governor. Now you have to lay in it. Uh, but if he doesn't resign, which I don't see happening, I don't think anyone sees that happening, are they going to go through with his impeachment? Because it is all on the New York Democrats at this point in time. Now, anyway, Albany Times Union reporting today, a sixth, a sixth, it's got to get the TH in there, a sixth woman has leveled allegations of sexually inappropriate conduct against Governor Andrew M. Cuomo, accusing him of touching her without consent late last year during an encounter at the governor's mansion. I mean, <laughs> my goodness gracious, doesn't that sound awfully similar to Monica Lewinsky being in the Oval Office? <laughs> the alleged incident took place after the woman, a member of the governor's executive chamber staff, had been summoned to the mansion to assist the governor with a work-related matter. I mean, if that's true, work-related matter, jeez, governor sure does have a way with words, doesn't he? The woman's supervisors recently became aware of the allegation and alerted the governor's counsel of it on Monday. An official close to the matter on Tuesday confirmed to the Times Union that the new allegation had been made, although Cuomo, during a news conference hours later, denied knowledge of it. In response to detailed questions about the handling of the woman's allegations by the governor's office, Beth Garvey, acting counsel to the governor, said all allegations that we learn of directly or indirectly are going promptly to the investigators appointed by the attorney general. Cuomo in a conference call with reporters on Tuesday afternoon did not deny touching women, but repeated his statement from last week that if he did it, it was not inappropriate. I mean, the, the one allegation against, like I said, the fourth one, I forget a name at this point in time, said that oh, he, he, he hugged me too intimately. It was too close and it was too long as well. Hey, now you got what? So what is the allegation here that he that he touched this woman inappropriately without consent? I mean, this guy. Oh my goodness! All these allegations now six. Whew, this guy's a sexual deviant. He can't keep his hands off of women. And my advice to all male politicians out there: listen, do not be in a room with with a woman by yourself, and do not, for God's sake, touch them. Hey, why is that so difficult? I truly don't get it. Uh, and, 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 and the new allegations by the sixth woman potentially undermined that statement by Cuomo that, um, that when he touched women, it uh, wasn't inappropriate. Uh, it says uh, that undermined the statement and are certain to intensify the pressure that many lawmakers, including fellow Democrats, it's like 
more Democrats now than Republicans that are coming out against Cuomo uh, in New York State. Uh, more pressure putting him on uh, to resign. Uh, State Senate Majority Leader, as I mentioned, Andrew Stewart-Cousins said on Sunday Cuomo should step down due to the series of scandals. Now, you have this guy here, uh, Assembly Speaker Carl E. Uh, Heasty, saying uh, is stop short of telling Cuomo to resign, but questioned whether, whether Cuomo can remain an effective leader. He said uh, uh, the latest allegation by a current employee of the executive chamber highlights a disturbing pattern of predatory uh, pattern behavior by Governor Cuomo. This was a uh, state Senate minority leader, uh, Robert Ort. Not to mention, he says, a pattern of lies and broken public trust. And that's, that's see, see here, here is what they want now. They want all your eyes focused on, on the Me Too sexual harassment allegations. Never, ever, ever forget Andrew Cuomo, and this was last week, New York Times. Cuomo aides rewrote nursing home report uh, to hide higher death toll. New York Times, January 28th. New York severely undercounted virus deaths in nursing homes, report says. That's the big story here. It's not the sexual harassment allegations being thrown against Andrew Cuomo. It's how he failed to keep New Yorkers safe through the COVID pandemic. Some call it pandemic. Andrew Cuomo killed 15,000 New Yorkers due to his own executive order. Oh, and by the way, today, Andrew Cuomo isn't the only governor that's under fire. Governor Whitmer of Michigan, who we'll get to in a second, is under fire um, as well. But this, the, the sexual harassment allegations cannot distract from the fact that this was Cuomo's own executive order. March 25th, he ordered himself, take some responsibility, Governor, it was your order, to put COVID-positive patients into nursing homes. Okay, that cannot distract, I mean, obviously the sexual harassment allegations are terrible and awful, but that should not distract from the real scandal here. Uh, Times, uh, Albany Times Union uh, continues just last week, the governor claimed he had never touched uh, anyone inappropriately, but yet the brave and courageous account of the sixth accuser says he did just that only months ago. Again, that was uh, from uh, State Minority Leader Robert Ort. Uh, Assemblyman Richard Gottfried, a Manhattan, get this, Democrat now, who has been a member of the Assembly for more than 50 years, to a career politician, my God, 50 years, and uh, uh, says uh, he wants Cuomo to step down. He says, quote, multiple and growing credible allegations of sexual harassment and recent reports detailing the cover-up of the true COVID-19 death toll in nursing homes are extremely disturbing and make it clear that Governor Cuomo, get that this is a damning statement, Governor Cuomo is no longer the right governor for New York, Gottfried said. It is clear that it is best for New York, uh, for Governor Cuomo to resign. I mean, the Democrat Party has totally, totally, flipped on Andrew Cuomo here. I, I don't know who he has the support of anymore. Besides this article that came out yesterday in the New York Daily News, get this, okay? <laughs> Linda Stasi, 
writing, Stacy, whatever. We were right to loud Cuomo. Don't let scandals distract from pandemic competence. I, I read the headline. I thought, I can't even, how can you even get into this? How can you say Cuomo was competent when it came to the pandemic? You have reports now. She must not be reading the news. 15,000 New Yorkers are dead. They're not coming back. They're not going to be able to talk to their families. They're not going to see grandkids or kids or family members anymore. They're dead. And Andrew Cuomo himself saying that. Oh, who cares? They died. Think about that. The governor of New York State. Who cares? They died. And this idiot wants to defend him for it. Now, by the way, it's her right to defend him. I get it, but I don't agree at all. And then that's important to say because uh, I don't know if you saw over in the UK, Piers Morgan, who I, I wouldn't really call a right-wing conservative guy, just to me sort of seems like he's got a lot of common sense. I don't like the way he treated uh, Rudy Giuliani on the show Good Morning Britain, it's called. It's on a... ITV uh, is the uh, it's it's like the it's like a rival to the BBC. Think like NBC, CBS, uh, ABC, sort of like BBC, uh, ITV, and then they have another um, uh, company over there that does news, Sky News. I would say those are probably the uh, three biggest news outlets over there in the UK. But anyway, so Piers Morgan works for what well, worked now for ITV, and uh, listen, free speech is. Good Lord, good luck with that over in the UK. Uh, but anyway, we'll get to that um, as the program unfolds. Right now, I want to get to that uh, not only Andrew Cuomo uh, is under heavy, heavy, heavy fire for the way that he lied about the true number of deaths when it came to nursing homes from COVID, but Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, who is just an evil woman. I cannot for the life of me Stan Gretchen Whitmer and her policies. Now listen, maybe she's a maybe she's a nice woman, but I highly doubt that given everything she's done to Michigan. Uh, but anyway, the New York Post reports today, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer could face charges over nursing home deaths. A prosecutor in Michigan suggested that Governor Gretchen Whitmer could face criminal charges over her handling of deaths at nursing homes in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic as the state attorney general launched a probe into the fatalities. The news comes as Republicans in the Michigan legislature said they will hold hearings into the $155,000 confidential separation agreement made to uh, former health department director Robert Gordon amid accusations that it may be a, get this, a hush payment. Uh, uh, Macomb, Macomb County uh, in uh, Michigan prosecutor Peter Lucido said he's unable to get information about the deaths at nursing homes and long-term long care facilities because of strict laws that shield patients' health care uh, information. Quote, if we find there's been willful neglect of office, if we find there's been reckless endangerment of a person's life by bringing them in, then we would move forward with charges against the governor, uh, Lucido saying yesterday um, on a local affiliate in uh, Michigan. Uh, they say the questions surrounding 
Whitmer over the nursing home deaths are similar to the scandal swirling around New York Governor Andrew Cuomo that even before his mounting sexual harassment scandal had prompted calls for um, him to step down or for him to be uh, impeached. Now, Whitmer responded to this uh, on uh, CNN on Sunday and said, uh, I think the allegations here are very serious and need to be taken seriously. And I do think that an impartial, thorough, independent investigation is merited and appropriate. Said that uh, with Jake Tapper on uh, uh, State of the Union. Now, how about that? Here's here's something that 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 every single nursing home death scandal cover-up has in common here. Now, remember, these this order, it wasn't just Cuomo who ordered COVID positive, positive patients into nursing homes. On top of Cuomo, it was Whitmer in Michigan. It was Murphy in New Jersey. It was Wolf in Pennsylvania. It was Pritzker in Illinois. And it was um, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom. And that recall effort for Gavin Newsom, that is really gaining some steam here i mean think about if you're newsome right they they every the mainstream media loved gavin newsome when it came to the way that he so-called handled covid in his state well phew, now look at him. now his own people want him gone in california but every single one of those governors that i just mentioned have one thing in common every single one of them being democrats and i would argue and i think um Governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, Republican, called it right today. And this applies to much more than just Joe Biden. So the Texas Tribune um, runs the story today. As migrant apprehensions rise, Abbott slams Biden immigration policies in border appearance. Uh, Governor of Texas, Greg, I want to make sure I got the quote. Here it is. Now, this quote, I believe that it doesn't just apply to uh biden but i believe it applies to all those governors i just named they don't care about americans they care more about people who are not from this country well did cuomo care about new yorkers when it came to putting covid positive patients into nursing homes no did whitmer care about michiganders no californians with newsom no I don't even know what people in Illinois are called Illinoisans. Who knows? Uh, in, in Illinois, uh, Pennsylvanians and uh, New Jer people from New Jersey. You know, I, 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 it, it, it really boggles my mind the way that they can come out and say that they've done a good job when all of the all of these deaths occurred because of their orders. Where did what possibly went through their mind because we've heard from the beginning when it's come to COVID. We have got to uh, ensure the safety and security of our older population. Well, how come Greg Abbott in Texas understood that? How come Ron DeSantis in Florida understood that? But yet all these Democrats all these Democrat governors didn't and couldn't and didn't care about the people in their states. That's where all the all these deaths have come from. I, it, 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 to me, again, I, I just can't fathom it. I really can't. I, they, they, had, they had no care whatsoever about the people in their state. They were out doing publicity stunts. How about Andrew Cuomo? He's laughing on CNN with his brother, Fredo Cuomo. Gr uh, Gretchen Whitmer's out protesting arm in arm, right? You know, I said... <laughs> 
to me it's unbelievable and that and that should show you how the democrat party really truly views this country they don't care if americans die if americans are living in poverty if americans are unemployed they don't care about it the democrat party i'll say it again they're an evil party it's really as simple as that they don't care about minority populations they just care about minorities voting for them i mean to me it's sickening and it's completely disgusting but that's how the democratic party is and that's the message that we need to get out here because now democrats have control of the presidency of the senate of the house they have a stranglehold on the media i mean one of the toughest things to do in this country is to be a conservative uh now there's a poll out uh, a few minutes ago i've seen it in uh breitbart here 50 percent of likely voters not confident joe biden is up to the job and wait till i tell you what happened in a hardware store today with joe unity uh breitbart writing joel Pollock. a new poll suggests that 50 percent of likely voters are are not very confident or not at all confident that biden is physically and mentally up to the job of being president of the united states versus only 48 percent who are very or somewhat confident now this poll came uh from rasmussen uh conducted between march 4th and 7th and was scheduled for release just hours after biden had trouble remembering the name of secretary of defense lloyd austin and again remember uh he forgot he says oh that that building over there oh joe you mean the you mean the pentagon right uh only 34 percent of likely voters were very confident in biden's ability to do the job versus 40 percent who are not confident at all poll also showed that 52 percent of likely voters were quote very concerned or somewhat concerned that biden has yet to hold a press conference 50 days after taking office the longest delay of any president in the contemporary era uh yeah 24 percent were not very concerned and 22 percent of likely voters were not at all concerned about biden's absence from the podium and i have no idea how anyone could not be concerned where we haven't heard from the president of the united states he hasn't done a press conference now in count them 48 days john roberts on uh is a fox news um anchor get this he writes today uh potus obviously biden ignores shouted question from the pool just now on whether he believes there's a crisis on the border day 48 now with no formal joe biden news conference the longest period in a hundred years for a new president you hear that 100 years joe biden is now the longest president without holding a press conference i mean what is he hiding from us what is the white house staff hiding from us what does kamala harris know what does chief of staff ron clay know what do they know about how about dr jill biden right dr jill biden you better say doctor or else they get real mad about that what do they know about biden that they don't want the american people to know 
and and there's some people that aren't concerned at all as this polling shows how we want our president to be inspirational we want him to be courageous we want him to be brave he's the leader of the free world for god's sake joe biden has no even interest in coming out and talking to the american people and you wonder you wonder why there's people still questioning the results of the election joe biden is not fit to be the president joe biden has no idea where he is half the time today he was in a hardware store in dc and reporters are asking is there a crisis on the border is there a crisis on the border and he's just he's just staring around like he has no idea where he even is now how can any how could anyone at all have voted for this guy honestly i have no idea whatsoever you say well donald trump's so bad right well guess what at least donald trump's there mentally at least donald trump knew where he was joe biden is an embarrassment to this country he's a complete and utter disgrace and we got and, and by the way we have 1412 days left with joe unity biden right at uh, thursday uh, he's scheduled to uh, to um, what is it? Give a uh, address to the nation, or I don't even th I think it's being called an, an address to the nation. He's just gonna give a statement, probably be on a huge, massive teleprompter, probably be practicing it all day tomorrow, all day Thursday. Oh, geez, you know, I, I really, I really think what you want about Donald Trump, but at least he cared about this country. Maybe he had a different style about it because he's got a combative news media that he has to deal with every single day. But you know what? Has Joe Biden brought the best economy that this country's ever seen? No. Has Joe Biden, is he going to be able to give us the lowest unemployment records for blacks, Asians, Latinos, women, youths, and disabled Americans? I don't think so. Is Joe Biden going to incentivize companies to stay here? No. Is Joe Biden going to uh, be able to say that the U.S. is energy independent and a net export of oil and gas? I don't believe so. I don't believe Joe Biden has the ability to do any of these things. And I don't believe that Joe Biden wants to. Joe Biden just wants to sit in the Oval Office, sign. Here we go. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. What's this sign now? Oh, climate. Okay. Okay. Let me let me there you go that's signed now oh, oh oh donald trump did this okay let me let me let me sign this too okay let me uh, let me get rid of that too i mean it's 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 a disgrace it's a complete and utter disgrace it's not joe biden who's the president of the united states right now it's kamala harris it's ron Klain. it's all of those senior aides it's all everything behind the scenes joe biden has no idea all he does is come out in public he's like punxatawney phil once in a while once every year for punxatawney for Biden, it's like once every, what, few days, he comes out, signs his order, and he's off. He's done. Who knows what he's doing? Probably sleeping the whole day away. And again, listen, we saw Donald Trump every single day. It was a, it was a shock if, if he wasn't taking questions from the news media. And they would ask. They would run stories. Well, where is, where is Donald Trump in? How come they're not holding press conferences? I don't see any concern like this, though in this administration and that again goes to show you how fake our news media is how trash every single one of them is now how about this get this because in la schools still aren't open 
And this is what they say. This should show you how terrible California and L.A. is to the country. Here's your headline. L.A. teachers, the citation here is uh, the local affiliate Fox News as well. L.A. teachers warned to not share vacation pics as union seeks safe return to classrooms. Did you get that? If you guys are going on vacation, don't share your pics because that doesn't help our agenda. Uh, and uh, the uh, so this includes the UTLA members. Just uh, reference, that's the United Teachers um, Los Angeles Union. The United Teachers Los Angeles um, um, uh, Union saying that uh, teachers have been warned not to post vacation pictures on social media as the union continues to seek a safe return. The teachers were urged to keep spring break pictures off of social media because it could hurt the union's argument that it's currently unsafe to return to the classroom. Now, according to a screenshot that appeared to be uh, from a roughly uh, 5,700 member Facebook group titled UTLA uh, FB group members only, friendly, get this friendly reminder. If you are planning any trips for spring break, Please keep that off of social media. It is hard to argue that it is unsafe for in-person instruction if parents and the public see vacation photos and international travel. <laughs> uh, Bill, um, I want to get the name right, uh, Malugan, Bill Malugan, I, I, again, I'm terrible at names, um, tweeting yesterday in a leaked post from a private Facebook group for UTLA union members only, Teachers warn not to post on social media if they go on spring vacations, right? How do you like that? How dishonest can you get? And by the way, for kids, the the impact of them missing an entire year of school is, I don't know. I don't think anyone can possibly predict it because listen, personal anecdote here. I hated school. I truly could not stand school. But you know what? I learned a lot about myself socially. You know, you learn and develop social skills. You learn how to learn things. You learn how to get things to stick in your brain. There's a lot that school does good for you. I mean, do I agree with a lot of the teachers? No, I don't. I think the teachers are 90% Democrats. I think they're teaching kids to hate this country. Um, and I would love to hear any teacher come out and say that they're not. Uh, but it's it's few and far between. Uh, but this is you think this is good publicity for teachers that are actual good teachers. When you get uh, uh, the teachers here in LA saying, uh, yeah, don't if you're going on spring break, don't post your pictures online. I, I do it. No, by all means, do it because things are safe for us. But we don't want to go back to work. But just. Just, just don't post them online. That'll be tough for us to argue. I mean, what a joke, right? If you're an LA uh, County parent and your kid has been out of school for almost a year now, I mean, how are you not completely and utterly outraged by this? Uh, anyway, moving on here, we got news. Uh, so I, I had the, here it is here, Piers Morgan. So the AP, Piers Morgan quits British television program after Meghan Markle comments. 
So British television host Piers Morgan on Tuesday quit the Good Morning Britain program after making contentious comments about Meghan Markle following her bombshell interview about the royal family. Oh, the royal family has responded um, to this as well. I have it here. Here it is. Buckingham Palace issuing this statement uh, today. Quote, the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for uh, Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the, fam by the family uh, privately. Harry, our, uh, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. Uh, that was today, the uh, Buckingham Palace um, releasing that. Now, as far as Piers Morgan uh, goes, Piers didn't agree with a thing that was said. Morgan said on Monday uh, on Good Morning Britain during a discussion about Meghan's uh, revelations that he says, quote, I'm sorry, but I don't believe a word she says. I wouldn't believe her if she read me a weather report, he said. Uh, so that drew criticism, obviously, because remember, Meghan Markle is a victim and needs to be believed um, automatically. Um, so uh, he says uh, that drew criticism, including the mental health charity Mind, uh, which said it was disappointed and concerned by Morgan's comments on not believing Meghan's experiences about having suicidal thoughts. The charity said it's vital that when people reach out for support or share their experiences of ill mental health that they are treated with dignity, respect, and empathy. Now, for everyone that talks about mental health, and that's you, you hear about it all the time um, in the UK is mental health. Mental health is the easiest excuse for anyone to argue. Oh, Philip, you can't say that. Oh, really? Because if you argue, I have mental health issues, no one can prove that you do or you don't. This whole um, campaign to get mental health more awareness. Well, guess what? There's therapies out there. There's family members. There's friends. If you're struggling with something mentally, get out there and talk about it. Right, but then for and then Meghan Markle wants to argue, oh, that, that I'm having suicidal thoughts. Well, really, you're having suicidal thoughts because not only you're going to kill yourself, but you're going to kill your baby too. I'm sorry, I agree with Piers as well. I don't believe a, a single thing Meghan Markle says. Um, so now, anyway, so. In uh, today's episode, Morgan addressed his own comments the day before, stressing that he believed mental illness and suicide are topics that should be taken extremely seriously, but he maintained he had serious concerns about the veracity of a lot of what Megan said. Now, there's this guy here, uh, ta -ta 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 -ta, Alex uh, Bareffs Ford, is a weather uh, presenter, weather presenter just means uh, meteorologist, uh, criticizing his attitude uh, towards Piers Morgan. He was like, oh, you've been criticizing her and she cut you off. It, it, you know, he was just throwing, lobbing shot after shot. Try, and by the way, this guy to me, this Alex Ford guy, I don't know if he wants Piers Morgan's job or he just wants to look good on television, but I didn't believe a single thing that was coming from him either. Uh, but anyway, so Piers Morgan got up, said, I'm done and walked off the set, and that was it. 
Uh, so ITV has released a statement now saying that following his discussion, following discussions with ITV, Piers Morgan has decided now is the time to leave Good Morning Britain. ITV has accepted this decision and has nothing further to add. So there you go. You Piers Morgan, it's his right to say what he wants to say and voice his opinion, but because he doesn't believe the woke mob that's out there, this leftist crazy whack jobs who, if you disagree with them, you have to be canceled. Well, he walked off today, and and I applaud him for it, but I I still want him to have his job. I'm upset that he doesn't. Um, you know, time will only tell if he's okay. If it was seems like it was his decision. Uh, but you know, anyway, yeah, I, I applaud him. I, I, and again, I don't agree with a lot of things Piers Morgan says. Have you heard him about guns? He's crazy trying to, uh, educate Americans on guns, right? Uh, that was a total joke actually forced him to leave, uh, the United States. And again, the way you treated, uh, former mayor of New York city, Rudy Giuliani, I had, you know, no praise for him over that. But again, I think he's I think he hits the nail right on the head here. And because people don't want to believe it and have to believe Meghan Markle because that's the way that they think they look good in front of other people, and that'll get them friends and earn them uh respect on the streets, I would say. Uh I don't agree with it whatsoever. And I and I don't believe Meghan Markle at all. Um and it, it goes to show again, free speech is very much under attack. Now we go from the UK back here to the US, where get this yesterday. Uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution writing, Supreme Court rules for former Georgia college student in free speech case. Now, the dispute here, I'll tell you all about it, began about five years ago uh, with this guy. His name is, it's a tough name to get, I will tell you that. Um, so I'm going to try and get it right for you. The last name uh, of the guy is uh, Yuzug. Boonam, Yuzu Boon. I mean, goodness me, right? So anyway, uh, it just started about five years ago when a campus police officer told uh, Yuzu Boonam that he couldn't distribute written material expressing his Christian faith. This was at an outdoor uh, plaza on uh, the college campus. This was uh, the college campus, by the way. Uh, da, 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 da. Which one was it here? Yeah, you know what? I'm very, uh, uh, oh, my bad. Here it is here. Gwinnett, uh, Georgia Gwinnett College. Like I said, I do apologize, folks. I am very, very unorganized. Uh, so anyway, so basically what, uh, Yuzug Boonam, uh, was doing was he was just, he had these materials of, uh, Christian faith and he was just passing them around. Uh, the college said that it had two other free speech, uh, expression areas on campus for such activities. Uh, the Alliance Defending Freedom, which has won several legal disputes in recent years against public colleges in Georgia over campus speech disputes, sued in December of 2016, arguing that Yuza Boognam's uh, religious rights were violated. Uh, another student, Joseph Bradford, uh, who also wanted to preach on campus, uh, later joined the case as a plaintiff. Now, the court, the Supreme Court here, made it all the way up to the Supreme Court, the court ruled eight to one. Whoa, eight. To, now it's 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 pretty um, shocking when you get eight justices to agree. Who was the one though here? That's what I want to know. Who was the one that didn't agree? The court ruled eight to one that former student Ch Chike is his first name. Chike Yuza 
Boognam, <laughs> it's killing me to say this name repeatedly, can seek nominal damages even though the college has since made changes that believes makes it easier for any group to hold an event on campus. Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote the majority opinion. Chief Justice Roberts, spoiler, was the lone dissenting vote. How about that? Free speech for Christians, right? Chief Justice Roberts doesn't agree with it. Says that the, the challenged restrictions no longer exist and the petitioners have not alleged actual damages. Now he has alleged nominal damages. Um, and by the way, nominal damages are, uh, and I'm reading here, uh, are awarded when the plaintiff is legally in the right but has not suffered substantial losses because the plaintiff has not uh, not established need for compensation. The amounts awarded in these cases are usually very small. They only cover the plaintiff's legal cases or they may be. So it's not about, uh, it, it, it was never about for, for, for Chike, thank God I'll call him Chike. Uh, it was not about him getting money from this, but he just wanted to say, listen, I am right here. And the way that they said, I can't do this on campus, that's uh, not protecting free speech. And there's Roberts. There's Roberts to disagree with it. You know, what a joke. Uh, anyway, other news here. We got Donald Trump today blasting Biden's handling of the border crisis. Quote, our country is being destroyed, he says. Uh, he said, we ended catch and release, shut down asylum fraud, and crippled the vicious smugglers, drug dealers, and human traffickers. The wall, despite horrendous Democratic delays, would have been easily finished by now and is working magnificently. Donald Trump as well today releasing a statement, I fully support the Republican Party and important GOP committees, but I do not support rhinos and fools. And it is not their right to use my likeness or image to raise funds. Now, um, there's an article that I've been wanting to get to for a while here. Uh, Newt Gingrich wrote it last week, uh, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, and writes, CPAC's three big winners and why you should ignore talk of a Republican civil war. Uh, he says uh, that um, uh, Matt Schlapp's decision to move CPAC from Washington, D.C. to Orlando was brilliant. No one knew how good this decision would ultimately be for the conservative movement. Uh, he says that the three big winners from CPAC included uh, Donald Trump, uh, Ron DeSantis and uh, another big winner, he says, and uh, was a small surprise. I have known and admired Governor Kristi Noem uh, since she was a member of the U.S. House, charismatic, energetic, and intelligent advocate of common sense conservatism. He says she as well um, was a big winner there. Now, I like this part because he says um, with, uh, with them moving CPAC from D.C. to Florida, why that was so good. Well, I think that it's a symbol of where we are right now as a country. I really believe that because you can see uh, how, you know, I think that Republicans and conservatives, there's this almost growing desire to not, and this are Republicans and uh, conservatives from New York and California. They don't want to be there anymore. And if you're a Republican in New York, in California, you have no say in anything. So I believe now that we're going to see more and more Republicans move to Florida. We're already seeing that. North Carolina, South Carolina. I think they're going to go down south. 
then I think Democrats are going to stay in California and New York. And, and, and that's, I mean, that's really how divided we are as a country right now. And I thought we weren't going to be anymore, right? Under Joe Unity Biden and how he was going to bring unity to this country. Well, I think so far since Joe Biden's been in charge, he hasn't brought a single shred of unity. In fact, we might be more divided now under Biden than this country was divided under Trump. Now, thank God we only have 1,412 days left to go in the Biden administration.